Hello, Chamber members and listeners, wherever you may be. Welcome to this episode of the Make a Point podcast. My name's Jared Gruccio, alongside your co-host, Dawn Hunter, the Executive Director here at the Greater Vineland Chamber of Commerce. Good afternoon, listeners. Here we are with Make a Point podcast with the Greater Vineland Chamber of Commerce. I'm Don Hunter, your executive director. And today's guest is Cedric Holmes, who is a Vineland school board member. But we're going to learn all about Cedric and uh, what he's about. And um, so welcome, Cedric. Glad to have you here. Thank you, Ms. Hunter. Glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Sure. So why don't we talk a little bit about um, you're from Vineland, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so tell me a little bit about um, growing up in Vineland. Growing up in Vineland, well, I came from Millville, and in third grade, I went to uh, Dane Barcy School. So after Dane Barcy, then I went to Landis for middle school, and then moved on to the high school. Um, after high school, that's when I got involved in politics and the school board. Oh, so it was after high school? Yes. Okay. Did you have any kind of interest in um, like a club or organizations during high school? No, not really. We did. I did. Well, I did like uh, community service clubs like Interact and things like that. And then my politics and government class, we actually did like a model Congress type of thing. Um, And then that's when I really got involved in like political um, organizations and things like that. So it kind of piqued your interest. Yeah, definitely. So Interact, let's go there for a minute. I'm, a, I'm an active Rotarian in okay. Vineland. Good. So um, I have a special place in my heart for the Interact Club. Yes. And uh, I know that um, at the high school, it's a very active club and you, you did a lot, do yeah. a lot of good things for sure. Right. Yes, yeah. along with Miss uh, Melanie Druziaco, mm-hmm. uh, who was our director then, and I'm still in contact with her now. Oh, okay, great. Um, are you gonna be a Rotarian in the future, do you think? Most likely, yes. The, the club, is, it just represents uh, so much uh, just about service and mm-hmm. giving back to the community, helping those that are uh, not as fortunate as we are. Yeah, it really is. And for those who don't know about Rotarians, um, the motto is service above self. And um, we really take it to heart. And uh, it's a great, great organization. So I hope you'll consider joining in the future. Yes, ma'am. So, um, I know you ran once and lost the election, correct? Yes. Not to bring up losing, <laughs> but because uh, then we want to talk about you were, you know, persistent and ran again. So tell us about that experience of like running and, and having to run a second time. First time I ran, I ran with one of my friends from high school, Xavier Cardona. That's the picture that most people see of us standing at uh, the Reber building on Plum Street that used to be our administrative building for the Vineland Board of Ed. And we stood up there and we took our pictures and things like that. That was the first time we ran, put up great numbers. Unfortunately, we weren't elected. Um, He was so upset, he wasn't gonna run again. (laughs) So I decided let's be persistent. We put up good numbers. Our first time running as I think we were probably 18 back then. Yeah. Or 19. So then I ran again, still put up great numbers, but wasn't fortunate enough to gain a seat. Uh, Then I believe the third time an appointment came up because one of our board members 
had resigned, um, Joe Pagano. So he had resigned. They let me know. Uh, I saw the posting for it and they said, well, um, all my friends were like, well, you have to go for this appointment. So I went for the appointment, did the interview. That was my 20th birthday. That same day, uh, I did the interview and ultimately won for the appointment, for the appointed seat. Isn't that interesting? Yep. That's really kismet. And, um, and I didn't realize you ran three times. I thought it was just twice. So that, that's, uh, that's great persistence. And you were young at 18 and probably no one really knew who you were at that point. Right. right. Third time's a charm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so what was the whole, like, if you weren't in politics before that, like running the campaign, how did you find that? You know, we, well, you know, being in, involved in Democratic and Republican organizations, we just were friends with everybody because of the classes that we took in high school and the people that we aligned ourselves with. So we just learn the ins and outs of how it ran, the authorities, who was in charge, who was responsible for what. Mm -hmm. um, so campaigning, we had so many people, like I said, and school board is nonpartisan and that's what I love. Mm -hmm. It's everybody coming together, whether whatever side you're from. At the end of the day, it's about what's best for school board. It's about what's best for the kids, just like city councils, what's best for our, our city. That's right, that's right. Um, so tell me, uh, what did you learn that you didn't know about being on the school board? Like what surprised you about being on the school board? A lot of things surprised me and my perspective as a student changed when I was able to sit in on those meetings that we would have, committee meetings and school board meetings. And we were privy to more uh, than of course we were as as the students were, as administrators are, as teachers are, they don't always see, we don't always see the other aspect of, of why we're making those decisions. Mm. So there are so many things that open my eyes to, well, this is why we do it this way. And he, although people uh, maybe uh, refuted our decisions or had rebuttals for it, you know, there was, I, I'm always transparent when I go to schools and teachers talk to me, we write up front with them and let them know, you know, this is what, uh, this is what drove my decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, how many, um, forgive me, how many members are on the school board currently? There are nine. Nine. And, um, and you're all at different terms, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I just got reelected for my now i believe it's third term okay yeah. good for you yeah and it'll be seven years holy moly time flies <laughs> i can't believe that <laughs> wow it'll be four years on april 12. oh my goodness <laughs> man and i just feel like i just lost a year due to covid and you know every time someone talks about the year i'm like oh no that wasn't last year that was two years ago yeah oh man now i feel even worse <laughs> So um, what do you like being about uh, being on the school board? What do you like most about it? Students, mm. normally if COVID wasn't happening, um, I would be in schools every week. I go in the lunch rooms normally. I go in during lunchtime and just sit, talk, wave. And we talk about, first of all, how's the lunch? Because um, that's like always something big. 
Yeah. You know, always always really important. <laughs> when are we going to eat and what are we eating and, you know, stuff like that. And then we just talk about their day. I ask them how they're doing. Um, that aspect of school and was and still is now even more missing. Just asking kids, how are you doing? Um, how school? How are your grades? What do you need help with? How can we be there for you? Right. That's, that's really commendable. Uh, I'm sure you don't have many um, colleagues on the board that do that. Uh, I'm sure some do, you know, I'm not saying they don't, but um, that's really commendable to actually get down with, with the people <laughs> that you're representing and, and find out um, what their needs are and what they're thinking. Yes, yeah, sometimes I visit schools and, you know, the staffs, oh, we've never seen a school board member in wow. our school before. And I'm like, why not? I can't make decisions about you if I don't sit in your shoes and see what you're going through. Wow. And the things that you're dealing with on a daily basis. So just showing up and I don't ask, you know, I don't want to intimidate them because, you know, oh, a school board member's here. Just walk in and, you know, observe their class, talk to them and, and it's fairly easy and they love it. Right. So during this um, past year with COVID, it's been very challenging, I'm sure, um, for not only the board itself, but all the decisions you're having to address. Right. And none of us could have prepared for this in any kind of way. When we closed last March 2020, we didn't realize that now we're going to be at a year of not being full in-person instruction. Yeah. Even now, we just went back yesterday, I believe it was. Um, and we've only got maybe, maybe like, let's say one school, maybe 160 kids. Really? If they're showing up when normally our numbers are 700 plus. Wow. So is it a hybrid model right now? Hybrid model. We go uh, different cohorts. So cohort A will go Monday and Tuesday. Cohort B will go uh, Thursday and Friday. And then the last cohort goes all four days, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, we we completely shut down for deep cleaning. Oh, wow. Oh, that's hard to manage. Hard yeah. for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the most important thing is to keep everybody safe, you know, yeah. so I'm sure that's always at the forefront of your decisions. Right. right. So let's talk about you as a person a little bit. Um, you were in Millville and then Vineland? Yes. Okay. Do you have siblings? Siblings, one sibling, younger sibling. Okay. And um, has your family lived here a long time in this area? Because I'm yeah. originally from Massachusetts. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You I'm not born and raised. From no, you would think you were from Vineland for like all these years. <laughs> I will take that as a compliment. I tell people that Vineland has been very good to me. Yeah. And I've lived here um, seven, 18 years this year, it'll be. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, in this job at the chamber for 11 in March. Wow. Yeah, I know. But I was born and raised in Massachusetts. So um, I'm not from this area. So I always like to ask everybody, are you from this area? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from this area, from Cumberland County, Millville, Bridgeton, Vineland, okay. you know, that Bridgeton's church. Uh, Millville's where I grew up for the first. Uh, kindergarten first and second then Vineland came over here and that's where we live now okay and um what do you like to do if you have spare time if I have spare time and now you know we all have a little bit of spare yeah. time now so we 
read and I play piano. I used to play oh. piano um, in a hotel in the lobby. Really? At the Claridge Hotel in Atlantic City. Honest, wow, yeah, that that's good. A summer job. Um, so that was actually one of our passport members, Brian DeWitty. Yeah. Uh, he got me into playing for that hotel. So playing piano on the side, reading, uh, that's basically all I do in my spare time. Oh, that's so, that's so interesting. I learned, I wanted to learn to play the piano. So I took lessons um, probably six years ago okay. and um, took them for three years and then realized that I was probably at the peak of my learning. <laughs> but I really enjoy it. I have a keyboard at home and I get on there and I play and I really like it. I like music. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I bet you missed that being out playing. And, yeah. 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 I probably normally I when I started out, probably when I was 11, I started taking lessons. My grandmom plays and my uncle plays. My uncle taught me. Oh, actually, my uncle is full time in music, was full time in music and things like that. That was his full time job. So wow. that passion started when I was young with my family. And uh, I started playing for a church at 11 years old. Wow. And I probably, now I'm a church administrator in Bridgeton at Union okay. Baptist Temple, but I haven't played piano in church in probably now a year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to keep those fingers, keep those fingers oh, nimble. <laughs> yeah, I'm on every, every day that I can. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's great. And you like to read. So are, are you reading any books right now that you can recall? Uh, I'm going to start reading Promised Land uh, by Barack Obama mm. uh, and some social justice books that I got into um, from one of our teachers and administrators that suggested it. So two or three of those. I read his book, um, The Audacity of Hope. Okay. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, I'd recommend that too. If, if okay. um, <laughs> you sounds like you got a little list going, but um, yeah, that's a good book too. Um, I'm, I like to read, I'll read something nonfiction and then I'll read something fiction and, right. you know, I kind of bounce around so I don't um, stay in the same genre all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what kind of goals do you have for Cedric? Goals, really just service, staying active in the community helping those that are less fortunate, uh, helping our, our students, the taxpayers, just being there, being present. That's just a goal of mine right now. Mm -hmm. So I detect that maybe you have future political aspirations as well. Always. Without disclosing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always. Always want to, want to do better, be more active, you know, school board, 200 people don't realize 200 million dollar budget so many people are worried about the higher offices like congress and senate and all that let's talk about your local government that directly impacts your pockets so that's city and county mm -hmm. um, so that's where that's where we are going to focus next hmm. and yeah you're right <laughs> and that's um politics is local you know, yeah. so uh, many times the decisions in Washington, um, yeah, they affect us, but they don't affect our daily lives as much as the local politics do. Right. So, um, very good. What else do you want to share with us? Anything? Really, I'm just glad 
like you, I didn't know that you were from Massachusetts. <laughs> Milan, I think, you know, Don Hunter, Anthony Finucci. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you put me up there with him. I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> uh, we interviewed him too. We did a nice interview with him as well. Um, you can listen to our podcast on, um, we have a website, uh, gvccpodcast.com or org. I can't remember. GVCC podcast. That's terrible. Okay. Um, and uh, Jared will obviously edit this and put <laughs> put the right website in there, and um, it's free. So all the all the recordings are out there. We've interviewed quite a few people in the last year and a half or so. We've had this uh, make a point going this program, and it's been great. You get to know people in the area, leaders um, in our community, which we consider you a leader in our community and a bright future. Right. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm also a big sports fan. Really? So, yeah, oh, I'm a huge sports nut. So I even won my fantasy football league two years in a row. <laughs> two years. Wow. Back, back to back. I won last year and this year. And um, my husband and I are in the same league. So he didn't really appreciate that too much. Football is your favorite sport? Um, Football, baseball. Well, let's see. If I had to go in order, I'd say football, baseball, Hockey, basketball are kind of tied. Um, I like golf. I play golf. I like golf. Um, I'm a big sports nut. Yeah. yeah. Who do you root for in the Super Bowl? I have a Tom Brady Bucks jersey now uh, <laughs> because I love Tom Brady for, as a Patriots fan. I, I mean, I'm a Boston fan, Celtics, Bruins, Patriots, Red Sox. Um, I mean, really, <laughs> if you were in my office, you'd see all the paraphernalia around me. And um, I take a lot of heat for it, but people are pretty good natured. Um, yeah. yeah, when they yeah, uh, Patriots, that's my team. And I'm with Tom Brady. People, you know, he's arrogant. He's won so many things. He's just a great guy. And he's good at, at playing. He's good at the game. He is. Yeah, he is. He is definitely the greatest. I mean, this Super Bowl that we just watched, um, yeah. who can do that? Go to a team, especially in COVID. I mean, never mind all the other, you know, new team and, you know, new system um, and then do it all under a pandemic. Uh, it's just simply amazing to watch. Yeah. yeah, we definitely rose to the occasion. Yeah. I also have some um, signed things from Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I have best friends that live in Buffalo and their son is friends with him. Oh, so, wow. so they've connected me and surprised me a couple times with autograph photos and autograph footballs. And um, so uh, I treasure those things. It's fun. It's cool. fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the best um, on the school board. If the, if the Chamber of Commerce can do anything to help you, um, please reach out. And um, we don't do the school board um election yeah as much those um forums thank you um as much um i think the information is out there um they do the interviews in the newspaper and things like that so but we may consider it again we didn't do them last time no and i think it was because the the there was like 12 people or something wasn't there a lot of people on the ballot yeah yeah, but yeah. normally the Daily Journal for school board, we only probably had six for this past uh, election. Okay. So usually the, the Daily Journal does something. The Grapevine normally did something. We didn't yeah. do anything this year. Really? Yeah, and then, but usually, but you know, with the pandemic, 
we didn't really have the pool of people that we normally would have. Right. You know, who wants to come on to this position, correct, and be the only one like Dennis Rivera, who got elected this past time with me and Megan Spinelli, who were both incumbents. He beat a 10-year board member, Tom Aldridge. Oh, wow. Which was crazy to us because here comes a newcomer in the middle of a pandemic and we lose one of our veteran board members and then gain a, a new perspective. It's definitely huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Tom Ulrich, he'd been on the board a long time. Yes, long time. And I admire his wisdom. I'm sure you learned a lot from him. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's been on. I think I approached him when I was 18. He was still captain uh, at the police station. And he was like, man, you're young. Why do you want to do this kind of stuff? And then come to find out we would serve together for probably two years at least. Wow, that's great. That's great. So see, um, in the future, I'm sure you will pass that along as well and be a mentor to someone else that yeah. comes along. Definitely. Well, Cedric, I appreciate your time today. I think you have a very bright future. So as I said, if there's anything we can do to help you along and, um, and just support you and, you know, um, in any way as a Rotarian, reach out, you know, and uh, we're all here to make um, Vineland, Cumberland County and our entire Southern region of New Jersey a better place. Right. Well, thank you, Ms. Hunter, for the invitation. I'm glad we had this time. Yeah, you're very welcome. And please stay well. Uh, you too. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, son.